Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Tuesday, October 13th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's how we're making you smarter today. Why everyone is paying attention to Pennsylvania's new voting laws. Plus, Amy Coney Barrett begins her confirmation hearing to be the next Supreme Court justice. But first, Axios has spent the past year measuring just how loyal the GOP is to President Trump. What we found is today's one big thing. If there's been one constant over the past four years, it's Trump saying controversial things. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. We have the greatest country in the world. Thank you very much, everybody. We're going to keep it nice and safe. But what hasn't stayed the same is how Republicans react to what the president says. Juliette Bartz is an associate producer with Axios on HBO, and she spent the past year analyzing these reactions to develop what we're calling the Trump Loyalty Index. The results are pretty striking. But before we get to that, Juliette, what are the exact statements from President Trump that you use to create this index? So we looked at seven of President Trump's most controversial moments throughout his presidency, starting with Access Hollywood in 2016, the initial travel ban against Muslim-majority nations in 2017, Charlottesville later that year in 2017, when he said shithole countries in 2018, and then when he held up the Bible for a photo op at St. John's Church in 2020. So Trump has been consistent in his willingness to do and say controversial things. What has changed is the Republican Party's reaction to it. And we see that they've become less willing to criticize him over time. How have things changed between the Access Hollywood tapes in 2016 and the Bible photo op in front of the church this June? So if you look at Access Hollywood in 2016, the 178 Republican members who were in office at that time, 42 percent of them criticized Trump for Access Hollywood. Two years later, during shithole countries, it's 18 percent. And then when you get to the Bible photo op in 2020, it's 12 percent. So you see this stark decline that they become more reluctant to criticize him with each passing year. So it begs the question, what does your research say about the reluctance to criticize the president? This project shows you just how intense that loyalty is and how that intensity has gotten stronger over time. We also see that the people that were more willing to criticize him are no longer in Congress and that the people that have joined Congress since his inauguration are some of our top loyalists as well. It reflects the grip that his base has on the party. We see what voters want is Trump and Trumpism. That's not something that goes away if Trump loses. Trump and Trumpism is so much bigger than him. It's about his style of politics. And we see that reflected in Congress, this transformation that he has overseen throughout his time in office of the Republican Party. Bottom line is, the Republicans least loyal to Trump are facing much tougher re-election races. Republican voters want more of the president. And in 2020, disloyalty to him means disloyalty to the entire party. For more on the Trump Loyalty Index, you can catch the Axios on HBO segment, which is available on all HBO platforms. You can also find it in our app and the Axios on HBO channel. Juliet Bartz is an associate producer for Axios. We'll be back in 15 seconds with the first day of Supreme Court confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Barrett.
Welcome back to Axios Today. We wanted to catch up quick on Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court confirmation hearings that started yesterday. In her opening statement, Barrett said courts should abstain from policymaking. Courts are not designed to solve every problem or right every wrong in our public life. The policy decisions and value judgments of government must be made by the political branches, elected by and accountable to the people. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham acknowledged what we all know, that the confirmation vote is all but preordained. This is probably not about persuading each other unless something really dramatic happens. All Republicans will vote yes and all Democrats will vote no. That said, the Supreme Court fight has energized Democrats. Senator Kamala Harris, taking a break from the campaign trail to be at the hearings, sought to channel the anger in the party. The decision to hold this hearing now is reckless and places facilities workers, janitorial staff, and congressional aides and Capitol Police at risk. More than 9 million Americans have already voted, and millions more will vote while this illegitimate committee process is underway. Amy Coney Barrett's hearings continue over the next three days, and we'll be watching as Democrats question her on key issues like health care and voting rights. The election in three weeks could all come down to Pennsylvania. It's one of the most likely swing states to tip the election. But it's also one that's changed almost everything about its voting process, which could make Election Day in Pennsylvania very complicated. Axios's Steph Kite is here to explain. Good morning, Steph. Good morning. Can you explain everything that's new in Pennsylvania about voting for this cycle? I can try. One of the big things is that for the first time, Pennsylvania is not requiring an excuse to vote by mail. That's something that happened even before the pandemic that they set those rules in place. But they've never really experienced an election where a vast number of voters are actually sending their ballots in by mail. The other thing that's happened more recently is that they're going to disqualify ballots that come through the mail and don't include what's called a secrecy envelope, which is an inside envelope that keeps the ballot secret so that people who are working at the polls can open the outer envelope, but then still have the ballot inside another envelope. If you're following the news very closely, you will hear this phrase, naked ballot. That's what people mean, that there's basically two envelopes. Exactly. If the ballot is not included inside of the secrecy envelope, then they will consider it a naked ballot and that'll get tossed. What else are you watching in Pennsylvania? One of the biggest things that we're watching in Pennsylvania is whether the Supreme Court decides to weigh in on a case that is allowing ballots that are postmarked on Election Day, but that come in in the days afterward to be counted. This is something that Republicans are fighting against. They want only the ballots that are arriving in Pennsylvania local elections offices on Election Day to be counted. This could be a huge deal for the outcome of Pennsylvania's election and the election overall, given that it's an important swing state and potentially could decide the presidency. Steph Kite is a politics reporter at Axios who's been following voting rules around the country for us. We've been hearing from people. Yesterday, we heard from people in Georgia who emailed us to share their story. And I would love to hear from more people across the country about what their voting process has been like. You can email podcasts at axios.com. Before we go, there's been so much opposition this week. Democrats versus Republicans, the Heat versus the Lakers, the Sun versus Mars. It happens roughly every two years, and it's happening tonight. 
the Sun and Mars are lining up in opposition. When Mars is directly on the opposite side of Earth from the Sun. NASA says the red planet will be visible all night. So keep an eye to the east, where Mars will be rising as the sun sets in the west. You can see this with the naked eye, but you'll get the best view at midnight using a telescope. And then you'll actually be able to see surface markings, dust storms, and mountain ranges on Mars. The forecast where I live in Washington, D.C. is calling for clouds, so I'm not thinking I'm going to get to see this. But if you are lucky enough to get a clear view, I would love to see your pictures. You can share them with me on Twitter. I'm at Nyla Boodoo. That's all the time we have today. You can reach our team at podcasts at Axios.com. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast, Axios Recap. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. 